the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Get him out of here. Hmm. I'm kind of wishing it was Friday night. You know, it kind of is for some people around here. But for others like me, it's Friday Eve. But you know what? Uh huh. But actually, every night of the week that I get to hang out with you guys is a little celebration for me. I get to eat on a yummy donut like I got in here and I get to discuss all the hot topics of the of the day with you guys and I also get to interview some amazing people and we've got two phenomenal guests on tonight's Andrea K show for you guys we've actually got a good friend of mine AJ Rice who AJ has been in conservative media for buku years he's produced some of the biggest shows and he's a good friend of mine, and he's also the author of the book, The Woking Dead, which is, I believe, a number one seller on Amazon, going to be here to talk about. His book is The Walking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. And he's going to be here to share about his book and what he found about The Woking Dead. And is and if America is finally waking up to the game that Fraud Fauci's playing, and Fraud Fauci was back in the news yesterday, so definitely stay tuned to hear what my friend A. AJ has to say, a lot of people talking today about needing to defund the FBI and later on in the show, Brandon Tatum, the officer Tatum. That's right. The the phenomenal new show that we have here at uh, Salem Media. We're super proud to have him. He's our newest Salem Media superstar, and he's going to be here later to weigh in on is it time to defund the FBI Stop talking about defunding the police. Do we need to defund the FBI or actually fully defund the deep states? You definitely going to want to hear what the officer Tatum has to say later on in the show. Uno momento. You're going to hear what Merrick Garland had to say today. He dared to come to the microphones and lie in the faces of America. And then proceeded to tell us how he's actually not talking to America. Confused? Well, we're going to help you understand everything that Merrick Garland had to say. Esteemed, failed Supreme Court nominee, hopeful Merrick Garland had to say today in regards to the raid in Mar-a-Lago. Before I go any further, though, i got to bring in the man who tonight is is uh, Friday for him. Of course, I'm talking about my partner in crime every night of the week. It's DJ Potato Skins. And the message said, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Andrea, happy Friday. And just in case mm-hmm, you don't have mm-hmm. Friday off, I will be celebrating it for you. Well, you best be listening to the show tomorrow night is what you best be doing, whether or not you're, you know, darning socks or, you know, whatever it is you do on your days off. 
So um, anyway, seriously, we hope you have a great three day weekend. You deserve a little extra time off, even though you, you even though you weren't here two days ago. Um, so you're technically getting a four day weekend. <laughs> but enough about that. OK, so Mira Garland. Merrick Mer- Garland's Department of Justice, which includes the FBA. There's been lots of different ways that the raid on Mar-a-Lago has been characterized. But it, the, it, even there's even a, the Daily Mail out of UK is basically describing it as um, as an a, declaring war on its own citizens. When when you get an article out of the UK describing what happened at Mar-a-Lago as a declaration of war on American citizens, it's probably a raid that is unconstitutional, illegal, and quite frankly, an attack on American citizens. And if you're going to do something like that, Department of Justice, Attorney General Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, you best have the goods and you certainly owe the American people an explanation as to why you carried on the way that you did. Because you got to know that there's 75 million Trump supporters out there and, and 75 million Trump supporters. One of the things that you know that we've cared about since he came down the escalators in 2015 was equal justice under the law. That's what the chant lock her up was about. It wasn't even just about Hillary Clinton. How many times have we got to say this? It's about two sets of laws. And then we found out how weaponized the FBI and the DOJ was against Trump. And then it was about what are we going to do to rein in the deep state? And oh, by the way, in 2016, drain the swamp was also a chant. So um, there needed to be an explanation to the American people because let, let's educate Merrick Garland. Maybe he missed this part of studying the Constitution or maybe maybe wherever he got his law degree. I don't know. Did he go to Murray's House of Learning? Maybe they didn't teach the Constitution and our history there that we're supposed to be a government of the people and by the people. So if you're going to raid my president's home, you owe me an explanation as to why. And of course, we didn't get it. There was a Newsweek article that came out yesterday in which some unnamed DOJ high level officials reportedly, not even on background, but basically they, they wanted to be unnamed, but they actually were on the record, if that makes sense to you, who came out and said that really in, in what was supposed to seem like a cover up um, or, or not a cleanup basically said that the FBI had, had overstepped and gone out ahead of itself with this. And I didn't believe it at the time. I didn't even report on it. I thought that's some kind of manipulation going on. And then sure enough today, here comes Merrick Garland. And one of the first things that he said was he took ownership and said, I signed off on the raid. Of course, he didn't use the R word. Um, he, he said he signed off on the search warrant. I want to play a couple of clips for you guys. We broke down. He only spoke for a few minutes, but we broke it down into, into three different categories, three different clips so that we could respond to each. And in case you didn't hear it, um, we wanted to share it with you guys tonight because this is absolutely monumental. This was an act of war. What is an act of war against a nation? It's an attempt to take it over, right? It's an attempt to destroy its sovereignty. It's an attempt to basically trample that nation's rule of law. It basically says we don't care what your we don't care what your rule of law is. We don't have any respect for the individuals in power. We're going we're gonna to take it over and do whatever we want to do and exercise our power however we see fit, taking out anybody who stands in our way. And isn't that what happened at Mar-a-Lago? But here's how he characterized what went down. Skins, please play clip three. Since I became attorney general, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now, 
The Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Okay, a couple things here. First of all, he says, um, I made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court findings and its work. Um, then why are you speaking at all at the microphone? If you're going to come to the microphone, you better have an explanation, clearly uh, clearly explaining, as I just said, to the American people. And second of all, did we not just talk about a Newsweek article in which high-level people were were supposedly given the authorization? Is Newsweek a liar? He didn't address that. He didn't call out Newsweek and say that wasn't true, that Newsweek reported my officials from my department spoke on the record with news with Newsweek. Second of all, um, they're trying to pretend one of the one of the running themes today was that this wasn't this wasn't about politics. Who politicized this raid? It was Donald Trump. Nobody would have known about this raid if Donald Trump hadn't gone public with it. Do you hear what he said there? You know, we're, we're, we're basically speaking now because, because the former president spoke up about it. As though this was about protecting his privacy. Protecting his privacy? While they rummaged through Melania's closet? They raid his home and he's supposed to keep quiet and not say anything. Right. Well, well they raid his home on the basis of... No probable cause. And one of the things I want to point out is he says this was this was uh, I approve this, but this was signed off by a federal court like we're supposed to respect that a federal court was involved. Who was the magistrate who signed off on this? The same judge who six weeks ago recused himself on the lawsuit of Trump v. Clinton. So if he had a conflict of interest and was not impartial enough to weigh in on that lawsuit, which is a civil case between Donald Trump and and Hillary Clinton, how in the world was he impartial enough to sign off on something involving criminal, supposed criminal activity? And if you're going to care about somebody's privacy, how about the fact that we all know that it's documented that in June, these agents or, or other agents were actually there with the full cooperation of Donald Trump and his team who led them around. Donald Trump even interacted with them. He has been fully cooperating and it's documented. In fact, the safe that they sent with a safe cracker equipment, uh, that why was that lock on there? Because when these agents were there, Department of Justice uh, officials were there in June, it was those officials that recommended he put a lock on the safe. Well, Hillary Clinton didn't get raided, we're hearing today, because she cooperated. There has been full cooperation with Donald J. Trump and everybody on his team. Uh, uh, the uh, lie, he goes on to say that a copy of the warrant and a receipt was left with his team. Who believes that today? Anybody? 
Multiple witnesses on the scene recount the fact that his attorney, Christina Bob, was in a, was in a heated exchange with the with the the FBI agents who didn't want to show her the warrant. And, w- and when they finally did show her something, they only sh- it was partially sealed and she couldn't even see it. And they did not leave her with a copy, nor did they provide a receipt for the items that they took. A couple things. One thing I want to mention, then we're going to take a break and continue it on the other side. Um. Should I, 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 I'm going to quickly take a call and then we'll go to a break. All right, Skins, lay it on me. Who we got here on the phone? We got Joel patient, patiently waiting from, from La Mesa and he wants to chime in on all the FBI nonsense. Oh, okay. Hey, Joel, I got a minute before I got to take a break. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I've been so duped so, so many years. All of these FBI-based TV shows and movies have all been propaganda. Showing these angelic law enforcement people, it's all been a lie. They've been duping us to think that that's the way they operate. And and I'll never forget when Hillary was caught. Remember in the Clinton administration with 900 FBI files mm-hmm. in the White House? People forgot about that. And You're they right. tried to blame the janitor or something, some <laughs> low-level guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, I mean... uh the for for I've I've got another clip we're going to play in a minute. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to play more from Garrett, Merrick Garland as he lies in the face of the American people to tell them that the Department of Justice today, you know, his goal is to apply things even handedly. And that's what the Department of Justice has done. You know, he might as well have not come to the microphone, Joel, because I don't even know what his I, I'm not really sure what he thought he was going to accomplish because there's not one Trump supporter or independent thinker or even including Democrats. Democrats who has looked at this Justice Department for the past five years and think there's anything even handed. Most Democrats will tell you, we know that crackhead Hunter has been committing all kinds of crimes and proudly documenting it on the laptop and getting away with it. Um, but orange mad bad. And so we don't care if there's two sets of laws. That's the, so I don't really know what Merrick Garland thought he was going to accomplish today, but it didn't work. Um, before I before I go, yes or no? Do you think it's time since you called in about the FBI? This is going to be my question for the listeners in the next in the next segment. Should we abolish the FBI? Yes or no? Oh, by all means, let justice be done by states. We don't need their help. It's obvious we don't need any of their assistance. All right. I'm with you, Joel. And you guys stay with me, too. We're going to take a break. We come back. Got a couple more clips to play from Merrick Garland and then an idea on what we can do with this FBI from Victor Davis Hanson, um, because the Republicans are all saying we got to win back in the midterms and then we're going to do investigations. We got to rein in that FBI. Victor Davis Hanson has an idea for what we need to do with the FBI. So stay tuned for that. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego, 888-344-1170. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. 888-344-1170. Are you guys ready to uh, see the FBI abolished? In a minute we're going to play a clip from Victor Davis Hanson who says not only does it need to be abolished, there's actually an effective way to do it. Before we before we get into that, uh, I want to continue for a moment and talk about what this raid was about. Some people were commenting today saying, oh, you know, that Merrick Garland, he looks so he looks so scared, like he really knows he's messed it up. You think these communists are afraid of you? They're, right now, they're not afraid of us. 
They know they got all the power. They're not even afraid of a former president. They know they've got all the power right now, and they know that they've got a woke military behind them as well. He did. He, he looked like he always does to me. He looks like he ate too many of the hot nuts we got in the, in the in our kitchen, the hatch chili flavored peanuts that are like really, really hot. He looks like he ate a handful of them and needs to quickly be near a bathroom. Um, or maybe, maybe, maybe somehow he has a conscience and he knows that he's lying through his teeth to the American people because here's how he characterized how much he adheres to the rule of law. Skins, please play clip four. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans <laughs> and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, long-standing department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. Yeah, that's the, I don't remember what he went on to say after that. Uh, that might have been where he went on and, and said, I don't want to hear anything bad word about the FBI. Look, any, anybody here believing even handed application? Like the world doesn't know what Hunter Biden had documented on his laptop and there has not been a raid. Or how about Barack Obama, who all these years later, he, I, I, I misquoted the number last night. I think I said he took three million archived records with him. He took 30 million pieces of archived records with him and not one of them has been returned, nor has there been a raid on his house. But that's if you believe that this was actually about archived records. And do you really think that it's about archived records? Are we really to believe that 30 FBI agents who strong-armed a former president's home was there over some archived records that they think should be returned, particularly since there was cooperation? They didn't They didn't bother. And, and does anybody think it's even-handed if it was? Because let's talk about the, I already talked, I think I mentioned last night, the $30,000 worth of property that Hillary Clinton stole from the White House. There wasn't any raid from that. We all know this wasn't even-handed. What we don't know and what he can't say is what they were actually doing for nine and a half hours, including rummaging through Melania's closet. What was going on here? I can remember without getting through going through a whole lot of details of one time I was involved in with, with a legal situation and had to show up at somebody's house with some constables. And it was under this principle of called plain view where I, where we could seize whatever we could see once we were inside the abode. Is that what this was? We're going to pretend we're there for some archived records so that we can then scrounge around for nine and a half hours to see what we can use against the president. Or were they there to plant information? Dr. Gorka, who, you know, is is has a, his show here on our network, uh, said today when he was on this afternoon, when he was on with Steve Bannon's war room, said that he spoke with an FBI agent who retired in January, who told him that he believes that his former colleagues planted surveillance equipment in Mar-a-Lago. And that's what they were doing for nine and a half hours. Why wouldn't they? 
This is the same FBI that got busted in the fednapping plot, planting evidence in trapping people that were that were um, the the mistri- two mistrials were declared because the FBI and it was the same field special agent in charge. The director of that field office in Michigan is now the one overseeing January 6th. And at that office in Michigan with those fednapping plots, they planted evidence. They entrapped people. And to create a fake kidnapping plot that was supposed to be the October surprise in 2020 to affect the outcome of an election. And we're supposed to believe that what they did for nine and a half hours was on the up and up, that they would not have planted evidence or planted surveillance watching. Why would they demand that cameras be shut off? Here's what Rand Paul had to say. Skins, please play clip nine. I do think, though, they're, they're, they're making a martyr of the former president and, if anything, elevating his chances. And the thing is, is if the mass majority of the country thinks that the government is actually using the apparatus of their FBI to go after a candidate, it will make uh, him even more popular. And they think that uh, people are just going to lay down and say, oh, no, it looks like criminal activity. No, people distrust so much the government that we've gotten to the point where for example, do I know that the boxes of material they took from Mar-a-Lago, that they won't put things in those boxes to entrap him? How do we know? Their lawyers weren't allowed to see the boxes go. They weren't categorized. That's going to be a problem. Thousands of documents were taken. Yeah, mm-hmm. how do we know that they're going to be honest with us about what's actually in the boxes? How do mm-hmm. we know that was in the box before it left the residence if the lawyers weren't allowed to see everything? So, you know, they've lost a great deal of trust. And it's, uh, it's a sad day for the country because this truly is an attack on our constitutional republic. It absolutely is. His Fourth Amendment rights were violated. And we're supposed to believe that it didn't happen now when it's been happening for six, seven years. His constitutional rights were violated. It illegal surveillance was done on him back in 2015. So, yeah, I believe that they planted some surveillance. Why, why else would they be in Melania's closet? Why would they need nine and a half hours when they had already been there and already knew where all the boxes were? They already knew where all the documents were. It was actually them who said, yeah, can you put a lock on the safe? Didn't need nine and a half hours. This is the same Department of Justice and the same FBI who planted evidence against him, illegally surveilled him with Mark Elias and the DNC and others. They hired an outfit out of Georgia who continued to spy on him in the Oval Office after he was inaugurated. So, no, I don't trust at all this FBI. John Cardillo, friend of mine, former law enforcement um, Former, uh, he, he, after retiring from the NYPD, he then got into media, had a great radio show in, in South Florida for years, and he ended up being a host for Newsmax, and he's just decided to retire and just go do his own thing. Um, but he's still one of the, one of the most important voices in, in conservative media, and he tweeted this today. Multiple federal law enforcement sources are telling me that a message was blasted to all federal law enforcement agencies to start cataloging social media posts of known conservative influencers so they can be threat assessed. They're coming for the First Amendment and anyone who poses the regime. We've been saying for years. We're all going to be Michael Flynn. And they are coming for us. And it's and they're going to do it in a variety of different ways with the FBI, possibly with the persecution and prosecution of. And in fact, that that happened here in January based upon January 6th. We had a guy dragged out of his home, I think, here in San Diego because he had been roaming the Capitol on January 6th. Or it might happen with the with one of the 87,000 IRS agents. Who might 
be coming for you. I mean, how will we know the difference? In fact, these FBI agents we that were there, the 30 agents, they didn't even have FBI logos on their jackets. They were all wearing black jackets. We don't even really know who they represented. One of the things I also I, I learned today is that this is supposed to be about the Records Act, yet the only reason why classification became a thing in our, our country where we ended up with the classification system was that it was designed for presidents to be able to have the power to control documents and who gets to see what, because they're the commander in chief and they're the president of the country. So there's not a document that's at Mar-a-Lago right now that he doesn't have the power to go poof, kind of like what's her name and bewitched. I never liked that show, but you know, wiggle his nose a little bit. You like that show skins. <laughs> How Guilty did I me. know? Yes, I, I knew you would be a bewitched fan. <laughs> he could just wiggle his nose and decide what's classified and what's not. Look, I, I was going to get into the FBI thing right now. I'm a, I think I'm going to save it because we got Officer Tatum coming up later. and We're, we're going to talk to him about FBI and whether or not we need to begin to defund the FBI. And we're going to share with him and pick his brain on what he thinks about Victor Davis Hansen's uh, idea on dismantling the FBI. But we're going to take a break right now. Because how else has the has the jackboot of tyranny been on our necks but through COVID? And A.J. Rice is going to be here, my friend, to talk about his book, The Woking Dead. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm so excited. I've been telling you about this book, The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. Just such a clever title. And just, and it's, and I think DJ Potato Skins teased that it's as big as War and Peace. But I think that, I think it's got to be that big if you're going to really understand what's been happening uh, with the wokeness in America's society. Let me tell you, AJ Rice, who wrote the book, uh, is has been deep undercover for many years in terms of uh, he knows anybody and everybody in conservative media and our government. Even if you haven't heard of him, let me tell you, um, you know he knows everybody that that you've heard of. Every I'm house loving the cover too. I, I know and this cover is so great, and we're gonna have a little giveaway. So stay tuned for et- details on that next hour. But he joins me now to talk about his book. AJ Rice, thanks for being here. Andrea, great to be here. We love you guys. You know, guys are killing it. And yeah, no, this was this started out as a sequel to War and Peace, but it ended up uh, <laughs> love it. It ended up being something totally different. I appreciate it. Well, well, let's talk about it. Um, you know, the the inside front covers like who was seeking to destroy destroy American culture and why. Let's start there. Hello, do do we lose AJ? AJ, you there, buddy? Might have to call him back. All right, we're going to get, I just, you know, when I, just when I was ready to roll with my man here. So we're going to get AJ back on the line. Yeah, we have a, two copies we're going to give away. Stay tuned next hour and you'll have details on what you need to do, which will probably be as easy as when we give away the Padres tickets a couple of weeks ago. So this is such a, a, a great book. I'm excited uh, to share it with you guys. Um, it's it, it it covers everything in our woke culture from Biden and Trump and China, um, you know, uh, the 
the forward on it is written by none other than Laura Ingram herself. She says, AJ unleashes a must-read must takedown of the cultural and political forces rampaging across, Amer- across America and a sharp, incisive primer on how we can defeat them. All right, we got my man AJ back. It almost felt for a moment that the forces of the Woking Dead had snatched like the him. zombie on the cover. I know, him. had snatched him from my show. Okay, so let's start here, my dear friend. Who is seeking to destroy, to destroy American culture and why? Yeah, the Woking Dead pulled me off the air for a second there, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, well, look, we have a group of people that want to change how we speak, what we watch, what we eat, our our sports, our entertainment, remove comedians. It's gone on for, for decades, but in the last five years, for various reasons, it has accelerated. And it's a soft tyranny um, that's becoming a hard tyranny. And it started out with just a few left-wing opinions from Hollywood and media people. But now, with the reanimated corpse in the White House, it's being given teeth through equity programs, putting social justice warriors in charge of the, ju- you know, the Justice Department and other departments, and basically trying to police our language. Mm-hmm. They're, they're coming for talk radio. They're coming for certain hosts on television. And they definitely want to stop this book from getting out. Well, yeah, they do, because, you know, um, control the message and you control minds. Right. I mean, they've successfully taken OAN off of, um, you know, their their major platforms. Um, they've managed to suppress opinion and some other platforms j- just so that they can stay on air. We know what big tech did in, in terms of affecting the outcome of the election. Look, the, look, they banned the Hunter, the Hunter laptop story when the New York Post, 18% of Joe Biden voters, AJ Rice said that if they had known that about the Hunter Biden story, they wouldn't have voted for him. And even though we know flipped. that, yeah, yeah, they would have flipped. And even though we know there was enough fraud to steal the election from Trump, you know, that, that might've made the difference right there. And Trump might still be in the White House house um i gotta get you to speak though is before we continue to talk about the book i can't waste this time with you you know how do you see this raid down in mar-a-lago playing into the woking dead and what's going on in our society well here's the deal i mean the 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 reality is that government has little aspects of it that are petri dishes for wokeism okay there's some craziness going on the fbi in particular i guess this week declared itself the personal police force of the democratic party Mm-hmm. Now, they have, they're, they have a two-track mind. One is get Trump or get Navarro or get Stone or get Bannon, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe get Kay, get Rice. But the, and the second thing is craziness, stuff that they're worried about instead of tracking down cartels or you know, acting like Mulder and Scully on the X-Files. Way more, way more important things than, let's say, this example. Last year, I guess maybe a year and a half ago, uh, there was a report of a noose in Bubba Wallace, oh, yeah. NASCAR driver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They dispatched they dispatched the FBI faster than you can say Hunter Biden. They dispatched an entire team to go to looking for a hate crime, which they th- said was a noose at Talladega, only to be just a pull down rope for a garage door. I mean, th- this is where their priorities are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's either get Trump or go woke. Well, yeah, and um, 
they 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 in in six years they have done they've tried to to get Trump in a variety of different ways. I mean, I said last night they basically have uh, have unloaded a case of raid insect killer on Trump and seventy five million MAGA people people, and we're just like we're we're not dying. We're not going to go away. Um, but at the same time, this wokeism isn't going away either. And so you know, you wrote this book, Woking Dead. We it, it's like a real battle right now in this country to the to the point where the Woking Dead against the MAGA is really where the battle is and people are talking national divorce right um, because I don't know how we reach I don't know how we, we we reach any kind of consensus with people that think it's okay to chop off the parts of five-year-olds right um, how do you do you delve in the book about the battle well, Trump, going- I mean look Trump, Trump is the point of the spear here for, for us but one the one thing he did do is he showed other politicians that you know the genteel Mitt Romney way of behaving around the media, okay, mm-hmm. the McCain Bush nonsense, where we accept their premise, where we just sort of hang our head, get called a racist, and go home and ponder how we'll get the media to like us. Mm-hmm. Trump was the Queen's counterpuncher, and he showed a lot of other politicians. Members of the House, certain governors like DeSantis and Abbott and a few others, how to fight back. And so, so it's a top-down. He's the head of the pyramid. Everyone else has learned. We, because for years, we just allowed – I mean, God bless Reagan and the Bushes and Bob Dole. And, but for years, we allowed these, these Cretans to define us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and they did. In a lot of cases, they did. So, I mean, look – Barack Obama's lucky he never had to go up against Donald Trump. And right. the reality here is that the, the big defense that the, that the Woking Dead have – so you've got the media, you've got Hollywood, you've got academia, and, you, and you've got the Democratic Party. But the, like you said a minute ago, the aircraft carrier they all take off and land from where they do their refueling is big tech. Mm-hmm. It allows them to project power. It allows them to shut down speech, and it, and, and it, it really – subverts democracy yes in in many many ways yeah um and and one of the and they managed to incredibly successfully well um control this country under the guise of public health i never in my lifetime would have thought that even so-called conservatives would have handed over their freedoms to some little dude they've never heard before under the guise of you might get a virus it was absolutely astounding to me. Do you talk much about the, the, the COVID and, and the communistic crackdowns and the way that they preyed upon the minds of Americans in Woking Dead? I mean, absolutely. I mean, I talk about that. I was, uh, you know, driving around the D.C. suburbs and I saw a man on a bicycle near, near the Pentagon. And he had no helmet on, but he had a mask on, <laughs> on a bicycle. <laughs> Which, which, you know, Geppetto's Geppetto's backbencher brother, uh, Fauci, Geppetto's backbencher brother, he would have loved it. I mean, look, Fauci's going to go down in in the rogues gallery with with Dr. Mengele and Margaret Sanger. I mean, he he is going to that's where he's going to be. 
Well, and- well, uh, well, I'm going to play a clip for you because I don't think he agrees. We're talking to A.J. Rice, author of the book, The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. Uh, here's what Fraud Fauci has to say. Evidently, you're not m- memorializing uh, his tenure in the same way that he is. Skins, please play clip five. People go to medical school now. People are interested in science not because of me, because people, most people don't know me, who I am. My friends know me, my wife knows me, but people don't know me. It's what I symbolize. And what I symbolize in, a, in an era of the normalization of untruths and lies and, and all the things you're seeing going on in society from January 6th to everything else that goes on, people the craving for consistency, for integrity, for truth, and for people caring about people. <laughs> did, I mean, you got kidding me coming from him. Right. I mean, my little Italian friend's brain is turned totally into marinara sauce. He, he <laughs> believes, he believe, I mean, he, he really believes his own hype on a level that I've never seen. I yeah. mean, you know, in the old days, he'd get taken in the alleyway and, and uh, you know, get a bocce ball and a sock. I mean, he, he is such a fraud, and it's yeah. unbelievable that so many people have just been hypnotized right. by this weird little Pied Piper with his, with, his, with his, you know, the jab on the end of his flute. I mean, it's just insane. Well, it is. But no, you're right. I mean, and, and guess what? And we're going to – he's going to retire, and he's going to walk off in the sunset, and there will be glowing uh, media reports, and then we'll – and then six months from now, which is all probably already being written, we'll have to deal with the book tour. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> nightmare. Not just the book Total tour. Nightmare. You know he's going to have a podcast. You know, he, you know Netflix is, gonna, is already working on, on the docuseries, right? The, the Double li- Mask podcast. Yeah, the Double Mask podcast. Um, but, you know, he, but he gets away with saying this because of the cover that was given to him by what you talk about, the aircraft carrier, Big Tech, and the spokespeople in the legacy media. And unfortunately, A.J. Rice, I mean, it's there's this whole saying, I couldn't remember it last night, but it's easier to fool people than, than to convince them that they've been they've been fooled or lied. Or I can't remember the saying from P.T. Barnum. But I mean, how, how does he, he he gets away with saying this in spite of the fact that he was caught lying to the American people that about wearing masks? Um, he lied to the American people about therapeutics. He actually killed off Americans, right? He certainly, you know, while you had to stay in your home, AJ Rice, although I know you're smart enough, you didn't go along with these lockdowns. He never said a word about them Black Lives Matter and Antifa people roaming around the streets, burning down cities. No way. And, and, and they wouldn't. And it would, I, you know, I had, my wife and I had a baby during this. And I got to tell you, Andrea, uh, the stuff going on because of the marching orders from Fauci, I mean, they basically told women and some dopey conservatives, you know, that are that are millennials or Gen Zers, that they believed it. Um, I mean, obviously, the whole left believed it, but they wanted you to believe that the vaccine was safe, but eating cured meats or getting Botox or having a piece of sushi was bad for you. Right? They want to give you a <laughs> Tdap vaccine. They want to give you the the coronavirus vaccine. But don't get Botox. Don't go eat a California roll. Don't eat. I mean, it's insane the way they can just spin and justify these things. It's crazy. It's it's a complete sham. And Fauci, you know, as long as we all remember and don't like forget that this guy did this, you know, 
Um, he could go off and be uh, Joe Pesci's stunt double. <laughs> All right, quickly before I got to let you go, um, should Trump go ahead and announce? Like, what is he waiting for? Don't you think that that would be a good play to come so out? My, my, my original instincts, and as you know, I, you know, you, you see my guests, Ben yes. Carson and yeah. Navarro and, and, and Manafort and all these different people. My, you know, and I talked to some of the media people, and I, I, I didn't think I didn't want him to before the midterms until they pulled this crap in yeah. Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, mean, I think he should hold a rally in front of Mar-a-Lago and <gasps> announce. Well, you know, people. You know, and you I've know sent that, that opinion. I've yeah. sent that opinion up the ladder to them. Yes. That's exactly what needs to happen. Well, you know, I know you know the people that can whisper in his ear because I definitely think that that's that's what we got to do. He's somebody that's I mean, correct. Master of showcraft. I mean, pull well, you know, let's let's put on a little bit of razzle dazzle, big gigantic flaming red, white, and blue middle finger. <laughs> I got to leave it there. And you know what? I think this book that I'm holding up to the Facebook Live is kind of a big fat flaming middle finger to the to the woke. Left. Absolutely. Take it to the polls in November and wave it in those phony baloney poll watchers faces. <laughs> I love it. A.J. Rice, thank you so much for being here. The book is The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. Stay tuned for next hour because we're going to tell you how you can get a free copy. And uh, for those who can't get it free, just Google it and then you can go get it off of Amazon and wherever else you might get your books. A.J. Rice, you are a joy and I love working with you. And thank you so much for being here tonight. I love you, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. right. Now, you guys go take a little skinny, tiny little break and go get something, something, to a little snack or something and come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I think we got a call coming in on our 24-hour comment line we want to play for y'all. We got that handy, my dear? Andrea, just uh, about 10 minutes ago, I received a news bulletin that the FBI had received information that Donald Trump had and secret weapons on nuclear weapons, and that's what they were after. And since I received that, it's been removed. So who knows what's going on? Good luck. Interesting. Thank you for that. Um, that call came in on our 24-hour hotline, even though we were live. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Our 24-hour hotline is 844-814-5227. That's interesting. Yeah, so I guess what he's saying is, and he this is somebody who I guess gets, I'm not sure where this, this person might be, somebody who has a security clearance, might be, um, it might be um, somebody who is a reserve in the reserve military who gets this kind of information. I'm not sure where they got it, but basically he was saying that this was about that there was supposedly documents related to nuclear uh, capability still would not excuse what went on because Donald Trump was cooperating. He has the, the, as a commander in chief, he still has his full clearance. He's still done anything wrong. Still has the right to decide what's classified and what's not. So there's, there's, and there's nothing that justifies this attack on a continued attack on civil liberties against Donald J. Trump. And if they could do it to Trump, they can do it for us. But we're I'm not an expert in law enforcement. We've got somebody coming up next hour. Who is? Brandon Tatum, the officer Tatum, will be here next hour. So stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. The Answer, San Diego.
Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.